And now, the thrilling conclusion of our interview with former 97Xer and man of a thousand jobs, Kevin Couchet. It's interesting listening to you talk about Brainiac and the Dayton scene and the people that you meet and connected with that are passionate about that music. I feel like that's a micro version and the macro would be 97X in general and the music we played and the people that listen to it. It's really interesting because the other thing that I did that I forgot to mention was I was on Sirius XM and I hosted the morning show and then programmed the, the channel uh, National Lampoon Comedy Radio. And that's more like what I'm known for, I think, uh, like with people, like with the consumer, um, because a lot of podcasts came out of that show, like uh, your mom's podcast with Tom Segura and Christina Pajitsky. And um, there's some stuff, tinfoil hats and, and, you know, to a lesser extent, uh, Joe Rogan's podcast, you know, sort of got a really good story about how that sort of started one day um, talking to him and Joey Diaz, whose uh, comedy album I uh, actually produced. Um, but whenever I mention that I used to work at 97X to a radio person, that's all they want to talk about because there was something very special about, uh, going into radio and being able to do the art that you had in mind. Um, because when you do, uh, radio shows now, morning radio shows, and I even consult on morning radio shows, you can't do what you want to do. You have to do what the program director's idea of what you can do is. And I think that with the music we played at 97X, and especially, it was probably more so when, when you guys were there too and, and starting out, you know, you just, you came in with the idea for a show, you did it, and it was all your show. And I think radio people are really envious about, you, you know, the reasons they got into radio in the first place. And you got to do that. And not only that, but then it, you proved that it worked because uh, I think 97X, you know, you look at the numbers and the ratings and whatever, and that's usually the, the metric that people look at a successful radio station. But uh, to me, like the last time I was in Cincinnati, I was hanging out with Matt Bowman, who was, you know, once in swearing at motorists, saw mm -hmm. a dude walking down the street in 97X t-shirt. I've never seen anybody wearing a cater shirt. I've never seen anybody wearing a National Lampoon Comedy Radio shirt. Every time I go to Cincinnati, somebody's, you know, wearing a 97X shirt. And, and Matt Penfield came out to the um, to the premiere at the Regent Theater in Los Angeles, and and uh, you know, knew knew me from Sirius XM and and Care. But as soon as I mentioned 97X, man, he got excited and just wanted to talk all about it and. Um, how to program a, a radio station that gets people excited that, um, you know, there's this other metric that we use a lot in, at CBS radio called TSL, uh, time spent listening and 11 minutes is what everybody shoots for now. But I mean, what was the TSL at 97 X? It was like four hours, you know, like people would just turn it on when they got to work and then it would just be on until nine o'clock at night. And, um, that's a very special thing to be a part of. Or, or 11 minutes because they drove out of the signal range. <laughs> you got you to gotta remember that. Once, once you got off 275 at the Colerain exit yeah. and started driving south on 27, you were done. Our TSL just dropped. We, we talked <laughs> was, a lot about that's that. It's so funny because another thing when you're talking with all these Brainiac fans from Cincinnati – 
one of the things we do talk about now that you brought that up is uh, all the wire or all the antennas that we had to fashion to be able to get the signal where we lived. And uh, I, re- I remember doing that with speaker wire and running speaker wire outside my apartment window on Auburn and Cincinnati and then running it up like 10 feet and then connecting it at the top. And then it, it totally worked. But uh, um, David Poe had some, um, when we were talking on Friday, he had some interesting uh, ways that he was getting a signal at his place in Cincinnati too. So that's what, funny you brought that up. <laughs> what a lot of people didn't realize is we had a promotion. It was kind of underground. You just had to make a phone call. Steve Baker would drive to your home or business and wire it up. A lot of people didn't know that, but we would do that for you. For our preferred customers. I didn't know that. You know, in all the places I've ever been, and I was thinking about this yesterday as I was watching the Miami-Buffalo game on TV, I was like, why don't they just put Bake on here? These guys are, like, horrible to listen to. But, man, that guy is, like, um, you know, still, I I sort of put him up there as the best, one of the best sports broadcasters I've ever heard. Oh, he's money calling a game. Yeah. And, and you you know, you work with somebody like that, and that that goes along with that specialness in 97X. Kevin Couchet brought to you by Dickerson Distributing <laughs> Company here at 97X. Hey, Kevin, uh, since you're in PR now, can, you know, like this podcast has upwards of 10 listeners. Like, can you do anything yes. for us? Can you, can you work out some sort of, you know, promotion for us? I could, absolutely. Because uh, right away I can think of three things that you're not doing um, that you should do. And I'm not going to say them on here because I don't want people taking my ideas and running with it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, how many listeners do you want? Come up with a plan, you know, come up with a number, and then I'll tell you how close you can come to that and what you can do for free to get to that. And then if you have a budget, sky's the limit. Okay, but is one of your ideas <laughs> going to be Dave and I modeling plus-size lingerie? Um, well, it is now like that, that, that didn't enter my, enter the spectrum, but like the fact that you said it out loud makes me believe that I could maybe talk you into it. Oh, done. An eight hour drive <laughs> yeah. is to Atlanta. So we could be down there pretty soon for some sort of club night. Uh, you know what? We'll be in Cincinnati, uh, February, if I'm still with them, because they're not real happy with my work, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> but uh, there's a fashion show in Cincinnati, I think the last week of February. Um, so I'll be in town if you want to check out the goods and, and uh, you know. Now, when someone says to me, I'll put you on the be... catwalk, maybe. When you say to me, I'll be in Cincinnati if you want to check out the goods, it kind of makes me nervous. But you know what? It's worth a mm-hmm. shot. Well, what part makes you nervous? Me checking out the goods or you being the goods? <laughs> More of me being the goods. <laughs> yeah, that, that, I, I can see where you're, uh, you're going to get nervous at that. But once you put those clothes on, man, there is a confidence that will exude from you from deep within that you did not know that you had before. And that's going to be the difference. So just inner fierceness. Listen to some Lizzo albums. Get your ass out on the catwalk, man, and work it. It's going to work right. out for you, I promise. That's right. Own it, Dave. Be you, Dave. Embrace you. <laughs> February 22nd, it's on my calendar. It's on my calendar, February 22nd. 
97X. The future of rock and roll. You know what another idea uh, for getting more listeners is, is that because I just saw him last night, is, is having people like um, Mike Goldberg on and have him tweet about that stuff too. Um, do you know Mike? No. no. Oh, uh, Mike, Mike Goldberg, he's the, uh, used to be the announcer for UFC and uh, now is the announcer for Bellator. I went to fights last night. Um, but he's a, he's a former 97Xer. Um, I've run into him a couple times and talked about it. Okay. Um, yeah, again, or any of those guys, yeah. you know, like, uh, well, Dan too at XPN have him like, you know, that dude's one of the more powerful, uh, program directors in the country. Yeah. So anything he puts on social media, people start paying attention to. Kevin, you've, you've had like 27 different careers in your still young life. I mean, that's very Gump-like, I feel like. Um, well, but there's been a little sacrifice, too. Like, I'm eternally lonely, and I never have children or anybody to talk to, you know, when I come home from work. So there is that sacrifice. But uh, And then also, there's always the two months out of the year where you're like, am I going to have money? I'm not sure. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I just... Um, you know, one one of the great things about, especially when I was on Sirius XM, is I could do that kind of show and and have guests on that uh, that I wanted to. Like I had Henry Rollins on all the time, who is a, a fantastic guest, and uh, and then I would have Robin Hitchcock on because I'm selfish and I just wanted Robin Hitchcock on to talk to him, and um, he would always talk about the shock of existence uh, not wearing off on him, and I I think that always that conversation always had a really profound effect on me. Uh, as far as like, you know, life's too short not to do the stuff that I want to do. And so I just kind of put a goal out there and, uh, and then I try to do what I can to, to, to get it. And, and, uh, I want to do a lot of things and, and, um, expose a lot of, you know, and, and one of the things that we like doing at 97 X was you, I, I, and you guys, I'm sure felt this too, was you liked exposing people to music they may not know about or, um, I know when I was on The Breakfast Club with, with Trivia Ahoy, I would always love it when somebody didn't know something and then they would be surprised at the fact. And um, so I like doing that now. You know, I like doing that with the comedians. I like exposing those comedians to an audience that they didn't have before, you know, when it works out. Uh, I have loved exposing the world or re-exposing the world to Brainiac. Um, and then I kind of just want that for myself. Like I don't. Um, you know, care if is the longest job I've ever had. Um, but there's only so many times I can listen to Bohemian Rhapsody, man. It is like, it is tough. <laughs> so I had to move on. And um, yeah, so I, I thank you for noticing that. But yeah, it's, uh, it, it's pretty conscious. I, I kind of like doing things and then, um, you know, starting another project and seeing where that goes. So well, now that you have your uh, windfall of back wages from 97X, I mean, the sky is the limit. You, you have no idea. Like, I have not cashed that check yet, by the way. It's just sort of sitting here, um, and I'm seeing how long I can hold on to it before it's not good anymore, I guess. But, um, uh, yeah, that, <laughs> that that's was, a lot of old-style six-packs there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna bring that up. Stock the fridge. <laughs> yeah. hey, you know, oddly enough, I, yeah, I just you, go ahead. Oh no, I, I was listening to you guys. Sorry, oh. what was that? Oh no, I, I just got a text from Doug's attorneys. You're the first person on the podcast that's been fired. So 
<laughs> I am? Yeah, you're yeah. the first one. Well, you, no. you, Kevin. You you're, Rick, you've, not, you've not had Rick Tile on? <laughs> no, no, we're firing you from the podcast, podcast. based on oh! guidance from Doug's law firm of Dewey, Cheatham, and Howe. <laughs> so. Like, it's been Was great. Was I going to get that 163 appearance fee? That 163 dollar appearance fee? Wait a minute. Hold on. We're supposed yeah, to. Yeah. When you when I when you do talk shows, man. If I'm getting paid for that, that is a the the bare minimum on that is 163 dollars. So. Hmm. You know, if that was coming, if that was coming through, I will accept the being fired. Otherwise, I quit, fellas. Hold on, let me check my basement couch cushions and see if I mean my couche cushions. <laughs> uh, would you take a Robin Hitchcock CD, a Hoodoo Guru CD, and a Tori Amos CD for payment? Mm, you know what? You throw a nerf herder on that, and I'm in. Oh, nice. Good call on that one. <laughs> uh, real quick, though, do you know what Nerf Herder is doing now? They're still doing stuff, aren't they? So here's a here's a, a really interesting story for you that you'll appreciate. So at K Earth, because you know most of our audiences, you know we're going after that soccer mom audience and uh, and Latinas, and um, there was this song called "It's Raining Tacos," and it was a kids song, and we would play it every Tuesday, and it was just it was by this dude named Perry Grip, and I'm like I never heard of it, and then we're, I played that thing for two months. And it got so huge and so many people wanted to know what the song was. So I reached out to the, uh, to the dude and Perry Grip is the lead singer of Nerf Herder. And oh, wow. he makes all these kids, he makes all these kids songs now, like uh, Baby Monkey Riding Pig <laughs> and uh, <laughs> It's Raining Tacos. And, uh, and the dudes from Nerf Herder play on the songs and stuff. And, um, and I, I think it's got like 200 million views. It's raining tacos. It's, and it was in an Amazon Alexa commercial. So yeah, that dude is cleaning up now on these, uh, on these kids albums. Um, but yeah, Nerf Herder does still play out and, and, uh, do some punk shows and stuff too. But yeah, if you ever get a check, uh, a chance to check out Perry Grip and, and, they're kids' songs, but they're actually really funny, and they're they're super well done. So it, it's worth checking out. But um, but anyway, thanks a lot, guys. This was really uh, this was very cool. You know, as a guy that uh, was growing up listening to you guys, it was very cool to be on your podcast. So I really appreciate you having me on. A future of rock and roll. I think it's about time you heard these recordings. Ninety-seven X.